Welcome to the No Shame on You podcast, where we talk to mental health professionals, educators, and advocates. No Shame on You is a 501c3 organization dedicated to eliminating the stigma associated with mental health conditions and raising awareness. Our goal is for people who need help to seek it, for family members and friends to know how to provide proper support and to save lives. Now, here's your host, No Shame on You's founder and president, Miriam Ament. Welcome to the eighth podcast of No Shame on You, an organization dedicated to eliminating the stigma associated with mental health conditions and raising awareness. My name is Miriam Ament, and I am the founder and president of No Shame on You. Today, we are thrilled to be joined by Wendy Dolan, founder of MIST and a mental health professional. I have had the honor of getting to know Wendy over the last couple of years, and she is truly inspirational. Hi, Wendy. So great to have you here. Thank you for having me. Sure. It's, it's, it's always a treat to be with you. Likewise. Thanks. <laughs> so let me start by asking, what is your background? Well, my first career was teaching. I was a teacher for um, seven years within the Highland Park School System, taught third grade. Oh. And then I um, went back to grad school later in life and became a licensed clinical social worker and I practice in Evanston and I'm also a certified um, family therapist. Cool. Thank you. Cool. So you you have your own private practice. I do. I do. Very nice. So uh, please tell us what led you to found MIST and what MIST stands for also. Thank you. Um, So what what led me to starting MIST was Um, the death of my husband, um, July 15th, 2010. Just a little bit of background on my husband, Stuart. He was a, you know, high-powered attorney in the city of Chicago, and prior to that time, he had some stress and anxiety associated with being a high-powered attorney, no history of mental illness, no prior suicide attempt, um, great relationships, no debt, very successful, but he thought by taking an antidepressant, it would help him feel better. So he was prescribed Paxil and six days before he died. And as the week went on, he started to just not be himself. Um, it was very different behaviors than I was used to seeing. And in fact, the night before he died, he kept saying to me, Wendy, I don't get it. I still feel so anxious. And he was like tapping his leg at dinner. but. Of course, I was sad to see that he was anxious, but he had coping skills. He said, I'm going to go listen to a meditation tape. He got up and exercised, and in fact, he had a lunch meeting an hour before he died where he had a chicken salad with a dressing on the side and made an appointment with an accountant for a meeting the following week. And then about an hour later, he got up from his desk and walked to a train station that he never, ever would have taken, and he leaped in front of the train and ended his life. And this was obviously a tremendous shock to everybody who knew him. I mean, many people said if there were a 1,000 people on a suicide watch, he would have been a 1,001. Wow. So after nothing made sense, he left no note. You know, his law firm was scouring emails. We were all scouring our emails. Right. What ended up happening was, is one of my girlfriends just kept saying, it's got to be the, the drug, because we kept saying, what's different about his life? And the only thing that was different was he had been on Paxil. And one of my girlfriends, who just wouldn't let it go, unbeknownst to me, 
did her research and discovered this word akathisia. And I remember the first time I saw the word akathisia, I was crossing it out. I couldn't remember how to spell it. I'd never heard of it. And I Googled akathisia, Paxil, and suicide. And then lo and behold, out popped this wealth of information about this drug side effect that doctors didn't know about, therapists didn't know about. And so obviously I became obsessed. Right. Became obsessed with this. And I said, this cannot exist. And so I wanted to form an organization to bring awareness. And this isn't exactly an organization that, you know, is going to roll off of people's tongues. So it stands for the Medication-Induced Suicide Education and Prevention Fund in memory of Stuart Dolan, and the acronym is MIST. And how MIST came to me was anybody who's had a loss, people kept saying to me, everything someone misses. And so the name MIST just was one of those moments right. that came to oh, me. Oh, I have the chills. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Thanks. Exactly. Wow. Well, you are inspirational, and thank you for sharing what has got to be a very difficult story to share. It was a very difficult story because just like with you, no shame on you, where people, you know, have preconceived notions of mental illness. Right. People have preconceived notions about suicide. Right. You know, you're ending your pain. You had no courage. You must have had horrible relationship problems. You were in a bad place. And that's all true. But there's another reason that people take their own lives. Right. Exactly. And, and MIST does a lot to educate. Yes. Thank about, you. About those reasons. No, thank you. Um, so along those lines, you were involved in a trial this summer. Can you tell us a little about your experience and ultimately being featured in the New York Times, which is a huge deal? That was truly, um, you know, something that I've tried to keep separate from MIST, but yet it's brought a ton of awareness to MIST. So what happened was when I finally learned about akathisia and got to this law firm, Bomb Headland, that are the leading product liability attorneys in the country. And when I learned that, in this case, the drug maker, GSK, had known for over 20 years about this side effect and that this drug had an 800% rate increase of suicide that they hid from all healthcare professionals, I just said, I got to do something about it. And I want to make it very, very clear. And I must say this, and every time I'm interviewed, every article, we are not anti-drug. We believe that medications are life, you know, life-altering, but we just want to know legitimate drug side effects. I mean, the mission of MIST basically is simple. When you stop, start, or change the dosage of any medication, side effects can occur, and one of them is akathisia. So when I went to file this lawsuit, it was extremely unlikely anything was going to happen because the problem was that Stuart was on the generic version of Paxil, right. and most Americans don't know this, but um, and 85% of Americans take generics. And oh, by the way, Illinois pharmaceutical law requires that a pharmacy gives you a generic medication unless your doctor says you have a reaction. And so you're forced to take these generics, and they're not held accountable. And so our first judge, Judge Zagel, in you know, a very seasoned judge, yeah. 
allowed this case to go forward because he said it's not a generic case. It is a product liability case. You, you can't lie about your product. And this sort of sent the whole world reeling because this was unheard of. Right. And then Judge Zagel unfortunately retired, and then Judge Hart, another seasoned judge, um, took over the case. And this has gone on for... Um, six years. Wow. And what made this frustrating was this has been, um, this is precedent because what ended up happening, which was after years of back and forth and a very, very unpleasant experience, um, we won. On Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, thank you. April 20th, right. I, I won the verdict and the jury heard my expert witnesses talk about akathisia and they saw the original drug trials, and I don't know how anyone couldn't be stunned by that information. And we won. Now it is currently, it was appealed. Right. They're going to take it now. It's in the Seventh Circuit, and eventually I think it's going to head for the Supreme Court. Wow. But in my mind, and I, we won. Right. Because the purpose was to take the word akathisia out of the darkness, as they say. Exactly. And it's out there. And so um, I think that what I was surprised about is I knew it would be on local TV. It was on WGN and NBC5, and I knew it would be in local papers and in legal journals. But one of the other things I do is um, I'm a safe patient advocate. And as such, I've been fortunate to sit on several... Um, organizations like um, Consumers Union and the National Center for Health Research. And so this went viral. And as the result of this, millions of people learned about it. And then Ed Silverman, who is a very, very well-respected um, writer, thought that the New York Times should see, you know, interview me. Right. And we were very grateful that in September... They not only talked about the trial, they talked about the um, faulty drug studies and mentioned the akathisia and linked everybody to the MISS website. So um, it's really taken off. I mean, right. it's no longer a word that people can't pronounce. Right. No, it's incredible. And people, I know people talking to me about it, and I'm so honored that I know you. Well, I, thank you. It's very exciting. Yeah, I mean, no. and of course, it's, you know, I use the word bittersweet all the time. Right. It's, right. it's completely bittersweet. Of course. But, you know, it was just, you, I, you know, I think that when, what I've, in my work with dealing with so many advocates all over the country, and when something's happened to them, it's inspiring to be part of it that these just things just cannot occur. Right. You just can't get away with lying about your drug formula and then letting people die. Right. It's unacceptable. Right. And I will spend the rest of my life trying to raise awareness. Well, thank you for all that you do. Along those lines, MIST is involved in so many things. Can you tell us some of the programs and uh, conferences you have coming up in 2018? Thank you. Well, basically what we've decided is that, you know, the role has been education. And we've identified the groups that deal with mental health issues, um, doctors, social workers, first responders, and what we've done is we created a booth 
that we bring literally all over the country and we try to identify organizations um, such as we're very concerned about the number of suicides in the military. Right. Um, and I think this year the Department of Veterans Affairs is finally going to address that issue and look at the number of drugs that um, these, these, these veterans are taking and the rate of suicide. And so we've, spent, we've gone to military doctor conferences. We've gone to... Um, internal medicine ones. I mean, how I met you right. was at an organization in Chicago, exactly. Naomi Ruth Cohn. And um, we have gone to um, the National and Illinois Association of Social Workers, and we keep doing that. Next year, we hope to go to the um, Crisis Intervention Training Center oh, in um, Kansas because we feel first responders are sometimes the ones that are really triaging mental health issues and they need to be aware of that. Um, we created a video that's, that's right. wonderful. Yeah. Um, I think that it's almost at 50,000 views and that's sort of talking about akathisia and what it feels like internally. So our next video is going to be um, what it actually looks like. Um, we've created a continue. We've it's written. We just have to get the final approval. A continuing education unit program, which you know social workers can get, you know, credit you know right. that they need every year. Um, we are talking about putting signage on um, CTA trains, so when people are sitting on a train, they can look at that. But then you know we are just um, you know. Re going to kick up the number of conferences. Thanks to you, Miriam. I'm going to the Kennedy Forum oh, good. <laughs> in January. And, you know, just we're hoping to do some more partnerships together on raising awareness. Right. Oh, wonderful. So you have, you have so much. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think that for me, what's really significant and important is I often liken suicide to cancer in the sense that when, you know, someone says, I have cancer, most people's reaction is, well, what kind? And I think we acknowledge that there's different kinds of cancers. But when someone takes their own life, we just have our own version of suicide. And I just am trying to broaden that it's done. Yes, there are mental health conditions. There are financial and personal problems. But there's concussions that cause suicide. Right. And now I want to have see the role of medications. And so I just think we need to expand our view of suicide and awareness. A hundred percent. And you're doing an amazing job. Thank uh, you. At doing that. Tell people where people um, can find your video and uh, other information about MIST. Um, well, we have a, our, our website is MIST, M-I-S-S-D dot co. And on there, we try to update, um, you know, everything we're involved with. It will have our um, videos it, we hope that the CEBU program will actually be available through our website, so people oh, wow. can do it online. But I think all what I what has been, you know, we're a nonprofit. Right. We don't charge anybody anything. If any organization feels that this is a good fit, or they have a group that they'd like us to speak to, that's what we're about. We're all about raising awareness. In fact, it's very funny when we go to many of these conferences, they're going, you're doing this for free. You're not charging anybody. And right. I go, no, we just go because we save lives. Right. Because if one person tells someone else exactly. and, you know, and I think people have been 
really the conversations that people say to me is, you know, when I look at a medication now, I really read about the side effects and, um, you know, really be aware of what's going on. No, exactly. Exactly. And I think you just talking at conferences, like you said, I'm finding that too. You, you, talk to people you never know who one person in the audience is absolutely tell, look how we met about. exactly we exactly. met you looked interesting right. and we went over to each other and <laughs> exactly. started talking so. exactly so you just never know exactly well that, i think it's amazing i want to thank you so much for turning a really really tough situation into so much awareness and so much good and like you said you're saving so many lives and, and really, it's an honor to know you as oh, well well thank you it's the feeling mutual. Is mutual. thanks yeah. so much thanks for being here